Okay, see if you guys can spot this one. It's from a little known movie from the early 90s. Icky Okey Cowboy. Icky Okey Who. Is it, is it, um, Icky Cowboy, Cowboy, Cowboy. Oh, no. Uh, no, um, Three Amigos. I was riding my horse. You know? Unforgiven. By the real Grande. About city slickers? And all of them coyotes singing. City slickers. In too. a prairie symphony. Home Alone? <laughs> I was riding my horse. E.T. <clears throat> down by the Rio Grande. When I seen me a cowboy, cowboy, cowboy. Cowboys and aliens. Me. There's more to it, but that's oh, okay. That's it. All right, well, who's in? Who's in? Wait, no, wait, wait. Who's in the movie? Oh. Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges has a small part in it. Lloyd Bridges. Meg Ryan has a has a role in it. Is it the one with uh, <clears throat> Charlie Sheen? Sleepless in Seattle. Nope. Uh, the one where he's uh, <laughs> a, a Navy pilot. Oh, that's that's uh, hot shots. Hot shot, not hot shots, not hot shots. Part do, <laughs> part do. Um, mm. Lloyd Bridges. <clears throat> that's not the main character of the movie. Roots. <laughs> Roots. <laughs> no. Early nineties. Um, I think it's nineteen ninety actually. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm I'm at a loss. I'm here. stumped. I don't because I I'm thinking of Meg Ryan movies now. Main star is Tom Hanks. Well, yeah, Meg Ryan was in it, so. Yeah. So, who actually sings that song I just sang in the movie? A splash. No, thinking that, that, that was like 80, that was like eighty three. You got mail. No. Mm-mm. Later nineties. How many movies were they in together? Sleepless in Seattle. You got mail. You got mail. And mm. this is the first one they're in together. Joe and oh, the volcano. Oh, Joe the volcano. Joe bust the volcano. Love that movie. You I, I, I know. I said. It. Yeah, I hated that movie. Yeah, he sings it on the raft. Yeah, it's got that weird symbol throughout the whole movie too. Some mm-hmm. art director had had went to town. With we that. we saw that at the uh, drive-in. Santee drive-in took the kids, got the minivan out, loaded up on snacks, and uh, I think I think that was the last movie to go off. And everyone was sleeping. I go, all right, this movie sucks. <laughs> so had, it's got its moments that are really neat, and then yeah, but like. When you're a kid and watch it, you're like, oh, this isn't too bad. But yeah, you walk back and watch it, you're like, this movie sucks. I think yeah. my wife was sleeping. The kids were sleeping. I loaded up the van, got home. And I went, well, I thought we were the movies. I go, uh, it's, they were done. They blew up the volcano. Everybody yeah. died. <laughs> he's, he's now cast away. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I love all your work, but that, that movie blew. Hey, they, it was a, one of those Facebook posts um, <clears throat> maybe three or four weeks ago where it was talking about how nice of a guy Tom Tom Hanks is, and they don't say what movie it was, but there have been fans that have walked up to him and said, I paid this amount to go see that crappy movie you were in, and then he'll actually take out his wallet and give you the money that you paid to see that movie. Because he's Tom Hanks. He's too nice. Yeah. Hmm. It made me wonder like what film it was, because he, he definitely has made a couple that were pretty bad. Oh, I just... just the bur- Burbs wasn't great. I, I just, like the Burbs. I think it's an understated okay. classic. Huh? It's okay. I just found out that my my dad was there uh, in um, Savannah, Georgia, for the filming of Forrest Gump. 
Oh, so, yeah. Like I just learned this fact out just the other day. So and and at the time, my dad thought they were filming something called Swamp Thing, which I just find <laughs> to be hilarious. Is your dad Lieutenant Dan? They already made that movie. Uh, no, no. It's not Lieutenant. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> now, if if you guys ever read that fan theory where none of it ever happened. Oh, the Forrest Gump. Yeah, that oh. actually, you know, because he is mentally challenged. That oh, that's sad. That's a really depressed. Like, people it's a it's a depressing up. theory. Yeah, but like, yeah. it's just that because, like, if you look at all the people, I'm just gonna say whoever came up with that can rot in hell. Well, like, it's it's, <laughs> it's, no, it's, the, it's the whole Saint Elsewhere thing because every theory mm -hmm. since Saint Elsewhere, if, if you don't know familiar with Saint Elsewhere, it was in the, the there was a young child who was autistic, mm -hmm. and it was all about in a snow globe, mm -hmm. right at the end, and so it's like it never really happened or whatever it was. So, you know, I, I mean, loss, that was a theory with loss. That was a theory with a lot of stuff. So, yeah, go ahead. Well, it's just that, like, because if you look at every story he tells and you look at the character that's sitting on the bench next to him, he is telling a story that they can relate to. And it makes total sense when you think about it that way. You know, he, when he's talking about Vietnam, he's talking to an older gentleman who's probably a vet. And when he's talking about civil rights, he's talking to a young black lady. Like, it's like everything is parallel to the person sitting to his right. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. So Jenny never existed. So Jenny existed, but just not. No, I'm, I'm just going to say. Yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting theory. There's a bunch so, of them. So, so, it so, makes me mad, though. Makes so, me really mad. So Sally Field never had to sleep with Bernard. It de it de it debases <laughs> and it. it takes the power away from Forrest. That's, that's Bernard from Lost, you know that. Oh, that's right, it is. Mm. Well. I'd like to see him talking to a computer at the end, you know. <laughs> By the way, you know, you know what's crazier? Okay, I saw this today on campus. I'm walking by, and and this is a, a pretty common place place thing. I, I don't see a lot of older people doing it, but a lot of youngins out there seem to be doing this thing where they are just having an open speakerphone conversation on a park bench <laughs> with their phone, just out in public. <laughs> and it and when you look at them, they they have this faraway look in their eye, um, and and all of a sudden they just start talking randomly, and and you're like, huh, like that's weird. There, there's a great episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. There's a guy sitting at a table in a restaurant, talking on a on a speakerphone. So Larry David sits down to the next table and just starts talking to himself. <laughs> so the guy on the speakerphone gets mad. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm just having a conversation. <laughs> uh, That's uh, if, you, if you've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah, you, you have to watch it. It's God so bless funny. Like Jay, Jay actually got a little testy at me during Comic Con because I always have a tune in my head constantly. And there was some point where we were walking at Comic Con this year, and I started going. You know, and I kept doing it over and over again, and, and he got it stuck in his head. And then it's just oh. like two idiots walking through Comic Con going, da, 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 da. <laughs> like, he's like, damn you, Nick. <laughs> what if, that's, the, what if but, that's the circus music of like a hundred years from now, right? The do, 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 is like actually replaced by Larry David. Anyway, food for thought. Yeah, you know, well, maybe because it gets it like Cindy. I'll I'll just start humming something, and then about twenty minutes later, she goes, "Were you singing that?" I go, "No, 
No, I wasn't. <laughs> but I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's some of the cruelest jokes. Just, just, just whistle one or two bars of any song, and it will implant in that person's head, and then just watch them just slowly take over the relationship. Yep. Doing it. I, I, I have one cure for the the earworm, and that's and it's it has to be for each person. But you got to have like a code breaker song that you can just bust into and like just work that worm out, you know, like another song that you can remember in your head, you know, like mm-hmm. R-O-C-K in the USA. R-O-C-K. And then and then after a while, that, that I was kind of was that just John Cougar or was that John Cougar Mellencamp? I think that was John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, I think that was back in the day when he was. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of John Cougar. Well, yeah, like my sister saw him in concert uh, years ago and John Fogarty opened for him. And my sister called me on the phone going, that was the worst idea ever. It's like, you can't follow John Fogarty. It's like, it was like <laughs> he's playing all these Cretan songs and the whole audience is all pumped and sing along. And then you come out with Pink Houses and you're kind of like, yeah, okay. You know, it's just not the he, same. he is his own kind of, I think... You know, I don't. I don't know. There, there are times in which I, I like some some melon camp in my day. I don't. He's he's a good. Um, what's what's that song? I need a lo- here I, I, of, I need, of Indiana. I need a lover that doesn't drive me crazy. What's that? That song. How, da, 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 oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I love it up until he starts singing. Uh, maybe it's his voice. I, I don't do, know what it is. What about the story about Jack and Diane? Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with that. Um, how about paper? What, what is that? Um, paper and fire. What about that song? I don't know. No, yeah, that's actually a title of a song, Paper I, and Fire. I don't know. Well, paper, like, and, fire, like paper well, and fire, or something. That, you guys don't say that around your work, do you? No, that's a nightmare. <laughs> that is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> we got paper and fire. No, right. I never play that song around here, so. <laughs> I, I did have one complaint about my wife, and oh, I, okay. I, mean, I was. Did you, did you say life or wife? Both. Well, it's the same. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. So I was, I was hesitating bringing this up. She didn't know I'm going to talk about it, but she, she, she likes to do all these games online, and and she pays. Like I'll, I'll see on our my, I'll go on my email. I go, why did you pay? Don't you do anything that is free? Because like I, I'll play poker. I'm up to a billion dollars in chips. I've never paid a dime for it. Now you have to, if you lose, you have to replenish the game. You have to buy the chips. I've never oh. had to do it. Nice. Well, she's playing this new game where it's like a crossword puzzle, but there's no clues. Mm. It doesn't like say five across is a five letter word for whatever. Yeah. So all of a sudden I started noticing things like a dollar ninety nine, dollar ninety nine, dollar. I like going. She was like, couldn't figure it out. I go, you know, you can probably just go online. Yeah, true. Yeah, mix up. Put there's probably a scrambler for the words. <laughs> so I found it. I said, "There you are." So I'll be on my computer. She's on her her iPad doing that. Can you look up? I go. I'm doing something. So now she's getting mad at me that I'm not stopping right away to help her cheat to solve this game. But yet I got I got I I solved it for her. So she would stop spending money on this stupid game that did. So I, I said, put it on your phone. Well, the, the one I found doesn't work on her phone. Oh. So what I did is I, I got my iPad. I said, here, there you go. There you go. It's, it's cheat. cheat for free. Cheat for I free. Was, I was going to say, like, what if she just paid you? <laughs> <laughs> like every, like, uh, you know, you just have a, like a tip jar. And every time she wants you to do it, you know, you're like, okay. <laughs> 
it'd, it'd, it'd be one of those things where I'd just get like a piece of paper, I owe you. Yeah. yeah. And so I it would be it, well, it's, yeah. my money is your money. Your money's my money. Right. Right. You know, right. It, it's funny because like uh, I don't know if you. I, I know Chris has played this game. I don't know if Matt did or not. There was a game in the mid '90s called Mist that came out. Oh and, yeah, sure. And it's like a puzzle game. Yeah. Can you imagine if that game came out today? Uh, how much money they would make if you're buying clues to figure that oh, thing out? Yeah, you know, because yeah. I mean, th- these are you know back Jack when you you know you just bought the disc and you played it or download. And but you know, Mist is one of those games that you would spend weeks or months, you know, just staring yeah. at the same thing over and over because you actually had to figure out these huge puzzles in order to advance. And uh, they don't make games like that anymore, at least that I know of. No, I mean, like well, back in the day with ET, you know. You couldn't cheat back then because there wasn't much of internet. There wasn't well, really. I'm much. saying, but now that's why they don't do it because now you can cheat. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone would have it figured out and just posted it online, going like, "Oh, you do this to figure out this puzzle. You do this to figure out this puzzle." And it, I mean, yeah, some people who just want to get through it would uh, would do Simpl- it, but it, simpler it really time. The game. Simpler time. Well, it's yeah. like you look, you look at um, you look at Zelda Two: Adventures of Link. That game is literally jumping up and down over and over again, just going bling 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 for in it. That oh my gosh! Just forever. A kid would stroke out today if they had to play that game. <laughs> oh, my my son plays this this game online where he just like taps a button to make cookies or something, like a cookie creator. And I'm like, really? Like, it's just tapping a button. I feel like you're actually just going to destroy my hardware here. <laughs> like, this this game is just is for you to design to destroy my computer by you just tapping. Tapping on this thing. Go, 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 go. Go. Just like how many times can you tap it as fast as you possibly can for an hour? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the maker of the game also makes the the keypads for the. Uh... I, I think I think Mac. I think it's like a dark <laughs> dark money linked back to Mac to destroy like or or P and PCs are in on it too. Here at Packard, I, I did see something that was pretty disturbing today. A forty-one year old man threatened this kid over Fortnite. Oh, <laughs> he, he said he was going to go to his school and shoot him. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't read the whole thing, but I said, this is ridiculous. I go, you're an adult playing a game. I go, first, nobody should be threatening anybody yeah, over yeah. a game. But I was like going, that is just crazy. I remember in 2005, uh, I was still in college, and my, my neighbor was a, was a Marine, an ex-Marine. He's never really an ex-Marine, but he was a Marine. And this is when online gaming just started getting popular and he was probably 23, 22, somewhere in there. And I just hear him in that grunt. If you ever known a, a Marine, they all same thing. Just, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and I hear him through the walls. And I open his door up and he's screaming, playing Halo at this like eight year old kid. <laughs> I mean, he's probably anywhere from eight, eight to 12, but you can hear this little prepubescent voice. He's like, Haha, ha, I just killed you. I just did this. Ha ha. And you just hear him going, I'm going to come in your house and I'm going <laughs> to. I mean, to me, it was gold just being a fly on the wall watching. Army training, sir. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, you can relate this to animals too, because like this little kid's just like a punk chihuahua. And here you have this like big, huge bulldog. Like, and they can't, they're in different cages in different places and, and as well, it should be. Marines are tough. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I've known several, of course, living in San Diego, but I have a relative who's a Marine. He's about my size, but he has one of those vice grips, handshakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd be like, oh, I don't want to shake his hand. He's going to break my hand. Nicest guy in the world. <laughs> well, he was he's an iron worker, and I think he had 
bunch of steel and cement fall on him. He almost died. I mean, it was that, oh. that bad, and he was injured. Yeah, and sounds- I said, all right, I don't mind shaking your hand now. He still had a vice grip. I'm like, <laughs> I go, how is that possible? Oh, yeah. I go, you're but- breaking my hand. By the way, this sounds like a Larry David moment too. Like you go to see him in a hospital <laughs> after you. It's like and you're thinking you're tough. You're like, hey. and then like he's in the the, the wheelchair there. He was he in was, intensive care. He wasn't even he, he wasn't no. even conscious. No, I'm kidding. He was <laughs> when he was home. <laughs> well, I can, I'm getting the mental image of Larry David though, like walking into a nursing home or a hospital, you know, going like with the attitude, and then yeah. going, and then afterwards, like, look at my hand. Yeah, no, that's totally it. That's exactly what I imagine Jack doing. (laughs) I was so happy. I go, oh, I can't wait to shake his hand today. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There was one time where I had had bruised my hand. I was probably playing baseball or softball or something. My hand was sore, and he shook my hand. (laughs) You don't want to cry for a Marine. You got to try and act tough, but I'm like, and I know I've told this story before. I was, I was at the rink one time years ago. This Marine League. They used to play on, and they used to beat the crap out of each other. Guy took a puck to the face. Ooh. He comes over to me, and he puts his – can you hold on to these for me? And he puts them on the, the table there. I go – they were his teeth. <laughs> and he went back out and played. He's, his whole yeah. front of his mouth, like four or five teeth were sitting there. I go, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. I mean, the same thing. Like I, I, when I played sports, it was he's always. It's more about the team than yourself at the in the moment. And I did that. I got hit so hard in playing football once. My helmet came down, and the part here split my bridge of my nose, and I was just bleeding down here. And I remember, huh? I I said, "Ooh, yeah," because I've seen that on um, like just in football games. You'll see football players. I'll sometimes yeah, you just come to and and you know and. to me, it wasn't a big deal. You know, I probably I didn't need stitches, thank God. I don't have a scar, but I remember it being split and bleeding, and like the head coach going, "Like, do you need to go in the locker room?" And I just took a towel and just like wiped it off. I was like, I'm good, you know. Like, but uh, it's just one of those things that happens, you know. Yeah, that was my first injury actually as a as a kid. I came out. I was about one year old, and I was coming out to say goodnight to my dad or something, and I tripped on my you know, I was a toddler at the time and I tripped and I fell and hit the bridge of my nose right there on uh, mm-hmm. the uh, fireplace. Ooh. So, so yeah, that was my first stitch. Well, I guess it wasn't my first stitch cause I had a bunch of hand surgeries up to that point. So I, it's because my right hand is shaped differently. Um, and uh, when I go to shake people, everybody wants to shake with their right hand and they always go up and they grab and they kind of crush my my right hand, which is already I cannot open it. So mm-hmm. I've learned this technique over the years <laughs> because I've I've been crushed by by many men just going up and it's and I cannot open my hand basically as as, as part of my uh, congenital birth birth thing. I don't know. I don't like to call it a defect. So so basically, you're telling me stop complaining to shake his hand. Yeah, stop complaining because. Yeah, could be worse. Okay, I, I'm still hung up on the fact that you said I've been crushed by many men. Yeah. I've been crushed by many men. <laughs> I was wondering why Nick laughed. I did. That's why I was laughing. That's, like, yeah, I bet you have. Yeah, right? that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. I have an I have an upside down handshake that I do. So as people put out their right hand, I'll just I'll shake upside down, left handed. So yeah. 
Yeah. Or or then people will are, are like, oh whoa, and then they'll put their left hand forward or something. Or you can do the Bob Bill. I mean, there's so many. It's yeah. interesting, like how that's evolved. You know, because like now with fist bumping is very popular. Uh, you know, some people don't even shake it. It's <laughs> it's interesting, like uh, just how it's a, how people greet each other because you know that was handshaking has been around since what probably a thousand years. Um. So. I don't know. Maybe I, even longer since the aliens, you know, brought Since the aliens taught it to us, yeah. 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 I, I can tell you when you play hockey, you just wreck hockey, if you don't shake hands afterwards, people will line you up the next game. The next time oh, you wow. play, there was a guy in our, our, our league in San Diego, never shook hands. Never shook hands. Huh. And, and and so we would, the whole game, torment him. Like, we just go at, go after wow. him. It was, just, it was just part of the deal. And he goes, it's not the playoffs. It's not the playoffs. That's his excuse. It's not the playoffs. Because in NHL, they only shake hands after the you know after a playoff series. Oh. And I'm like, going, but it's everybody else is doing it. You're not a pro. Yeah. Or you know, if someone if you if you go off the ice without shaking hands after game because you lost it. Oh my god, it's it's brutal. Huh. You must conform. Everybody must shake hands. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's that's. Well, I mean, that's a polite kind of way of. Yeah, like, it's just like, hey, whatever happened after during yeah. the game. Good game, good game. You suck. Good game, good game. Right. That's that's why uh, that's why I say a thousand years. Not to get me very Nick and Nick explaining things in his history, but that's that's why we shake hands is because your right hand is your your fencing hand, and that's why you you presented it to say like, hey, I'm I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> that's that's where it originated from. But I've never done fencing. Yeah, but that's where it's for. It's like so because you pull your sword with your right hand, so you're you're basically saying like I'm vulnerable now. Like here you go. At least that's the way I've always read history. Is that that's where it comes from. In the next thousand years, it's going to be the symbol of of you actually putting your device down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The phone is down. The, the phone is down. Uh, the it's uh, not in front of you anymore. <laughs> well, actually, beyond that, we won't have phones. It'll be implants at that point. So yeah. telepathic. You know, that was something I was going to bring about. Like, um, you know, back in the eighties, you know, at least for, from the the movies you watch, you know, when you, when you saw people walking around with the boombox on their shoulder with the loudspeakers and all right. that, it has now become taken over in downtown LA in particular. Yeah, where you have the wireless Bluetooth speakers now around your neck with. You know, so you have these two little speakers, and then you have now are blaring that, so you don't have to carry the stereo. Right. We had, we had a good twenty years there without the. Uh, I yeah, don't it's funny. I, I grew up in that era, and and it never bothered me when somebody was walking down with their boom boxes, boom, boom, boom. Because I, I used to, I used to have my, I'd have like four or five speakers, six speakers with amps in my, you know, so the power. I still remember coming up to a light, and guy goes, "Turn that music down." I look, I go, <laughs> I go. Huh? And he goes, turn that music down. I go, okay. And so I turned it up. Now, it's too loud. Too old. Now, if a kid did that to me today, I'd be ticked off. Yeah. But back then, it was okay. Huh. Well, it, well, <laughs> I, I, I don't understand it because, in particular, if you walk out my front door, I'm right at the subway station. And if it's one person doing it, you're like, okay. But it's like seven or eight people all sure. blaring their music. So it's just a bunch of gibberish. You right. know? And you're like, how can you hear what you're listening to? Cause you've have six or seven other people blaring their music as loud as they can. So mm-hmm. it just sounds horrible. Now, worst to me is when you go to a baseball game and someone has the radio on of Uh-oh. the baseball game. you're oh, watching. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I just literally, I just, I just get tense in my neck. I'm just, I want, I want to go take and smash the radio. You're at the effing game. Yeah. What are you listening to? Yeah. 
Well, they did that at UT a lot um, growing up because the announcer for the radio was so good. That people, but it was never with the radio out loud. You always had your headphones on and listened to right. the radio because you wanted to listen to it. Uh, well, I don't mind people if they have their headphones on. That's their choice. But now you're interfering with my enjoyment of the game. Right. Exactly. I don't. I don't want to listen yeah. to the radio. Well, that's like smoking, except with sound. Exactly. So it's worse. I'd rather have the smoking. I don't know. I've, Growing up, it, it didn't bother me. Uh, now it does. But it, yeah, it, it's weird. Well, every, everybody, everybody smoked when I was growing up. Not not well, me personally. Right. No. No. I I know what you mean. I mean, my grandparents smoked. My my mom smoked. And and sometimes every now and then I'll get a whiff of of a cigarette, and it's it kind of takes me back where I'm like, oh, that that kind of smells like, you know, this memory. It smells like mom. Yeah, <laughs> that smells like. It's true. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'm like. Man, that smells like some dank, like, ugh, like, mildewy, like, you just walked out of, like, a bar, you know, and, and it just smells like an ashtray, and I, I don't like it. But every now and then. Yeah. When I first first started dating Cindy, I used to bowl all the time. And when I'd come home, she goes, you got to go take a shower. I go, why? You smell like Because I would smell, I, I'd smell like, I go, because I didn't notice it. Cause every, like I said, growing up, everyone smoked. I would go, yeah. oh, I do. Okay. Oh, you know, it's funny, like, I think Shandy and I were talking about this not too long ago, how, uh, you know, California, you can only smoke outside, and that's it, uh, in public. But they, but they smoke in the front front doors you're walking in. Oh, yeah. But in Tennessee, <laughs> in, in Tennessee though, uh, you can smoke in a bar or a, uh, what's it called, a uh, bar and grill past 9 o'clock p.m. in Tennessee as long as the owner allows it. And so it's pretty much every bar and grill past nine o'clock and you have to be 21 and over. Uh, That's kind of how it is here in Indiana. They just break the law. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's just, it's, you know, you have the choice. It's the owner's choice to say like, yeah, I allow smoking in my place. And if he doesn't, then you can't smoke there and they'll have signs. I I, I honestly feel that's how it should be. Yeah. Uh, And it's like, I I like going into a non-smoking establishment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's just freedom uh, all around. And, you know, if you don't want to be around smoke, then don't go to that pub. There's plenty of other pubs, but it was saying like, I went to one and uh, I know what you mean though, Matt, that's that's what I was getting at. Like when I go for years at a time or months at a time without even smelling a cigarette and then you go into a bar that allows it and you're like, Oh yeah. Like (laughs) you forget. Yeah. I know. I know. Every now and then it, it, yeah. You go in Vegas and you have that one person will sit down next to you, and they'll go, "Hey, can I get some cigarettes?" And they're like, "Oh no, no!" And and the, and the smoke, of course, just blows right into your face. It's like ah. The the worst is is the wet smoker, the the smoker that has somehow like taken a shower, and yet still somehow reeks of like oh like, <laughs> like you're like how are you still smell like your your hair is wet you walked in out of the rain or i don't know what's going on with uh, anyway it's like pig pen it just follows them we'll see the smoke kind of yeah so um <laughs> anyway strange subjects to get on to here tonight damn smokers so we're just we're just talking about you know a bygone era Bygone era. I remember uh, smoking on an airplane. I actually flew on an airplane oh, wow. while I was still smoking. Yeah. Really? Yes. Or they were smoking you, at the back, party in the back. That's what it is. It's always in the back. You know, they just, mm. just, I still like that some, some planes still have ashtrays. 
Yeah, some of them do. Yeah. See, I go, it's been like 50 years. Can we get rid of these ashtrays? I'm kind of, of the same way about the non-smoking side. I'm like, really? Do Is there a 90-year-old person on here that is like just coming onto an airline for the first time in their freaking life? We lost, like, we lost Jack. doesn't know this? Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, it's still recording, I think, so we're good. Uh, He'll come back. He'll come back. Comes back. He always comes back. Let's go back, Jack. Uh, I know what you mean. Like, uh, like, like, why smoking. do they have the non-smoking signs up still? I mean, still it's to this day, given, and they have to go over it and over. And I'm like, really? Like, is there a time traveler you're expecting? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? Like, I feel old knowing of a time in which you could smoke on an airplane, but that's you know so it, long ago. But even like like the end of I the end of say anything, you know, with John Cusack. Uh, that's one of the biggest lies, you know, because she's nervous to fly. And, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, as long as, you know, we're fine. You're like, you know, you won't know until the seatbelt sign goes off, and then you're good. And it's like, if you've ever sat on a plane and waited for that seatbelt sign to go off, you're going to be waiting for a long time. <laughs> it's like, that's the worst piece of advice ever. It's a good half hour into the flight. Yeah, it is. Sometimes an hour if you're taxiing. Yeah. So... You have to wait for that ding, ding. The ding, ding, yeah. Ding, ding. I'm sorry. I, I thought I lost you guys. I, I got kicked out. No, we lost you. Yeah, we saw. It still says live, so we're hopefully it's still recording. So I'm assuming it's still recording because it just kicked me out. That's Okay. It, maybe it, it's my mom because she's a smoker and she's probably mad right now. Yeah. <laughs> Show you, Jack. <laughs> she, she gave me a timeout. I think I think Cindy heard you from the other room. Let's, Is let's, that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> she just reset the internet. She's like... <laughs> well, that's a good segue. I guess we go to, to uh, the hurricane. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Last week, because I had my mom texting me. Of course, she's concerned because she just sees the news. And we were very fortunate here in Raleigh. It got it got some high pressure came down from Ohio, so they can be first in flight because it probably saved us a lot of damage. Woo-hoo! And it made a but a fortunate. The damage is just ridiculous. And I think they have 32, 33 deaths so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just so. It's just. Sad when you see it. I mean, just but we, we were fortunate here. I mean, it the, just went around us. I was, I was so afraid of the flooding. I mean, for for you guys, but I, I know it's I know it's flooding around the Carolinas still, and it's it's going to be a long time. Well, it's going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, she so, was she sent me one note. She she said, "Are you sure you're not having flooding?" I go, I go, and I, I just sent back. I go, "Hey, we're actually waiting for Noah to come pick us up." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it's just like I said. No, I go. Way to mess with your mom. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just tr- I'm trying. But I, I but she's looking on the news and she sees that sure. certain parts, like there's a part where you go to the 40, you go from Raleigh to Wilmington, the freeway or the whatever the, I call it freeway. It's not it's not a river. It's the freeway. It's underwater. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many places just underwater. There's so much damage done, and it's like only 45 miles away from us. Sure, it's just the way it happened. And the rain was, we got a lot of rain, but it was spread out over four days. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get it dumped on because we have a little 100 year flood line behind us here. I said, those trees are going to be coming down. I go, if we get that 20 inches of rain like they think, we're, we're screwed. Right. But only thing that happened to us is we lost power for a while. I think the yeah. first day we lost power, for probably a total of five hours off and on. Well, I said, well, that's the worst thing that's happened to us. But again, I feel so bad for those people that have, have lost everything. I, I do too. I, just, you know, I'm, I don't, is it, is, has it been declared a national disaster area? 
I think it was clear that national before it happened. Before it happened. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, I mean. Because I think what happened was a lot of places didn't expect to get hit as hard. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where you're finding a lot of people died because they weren't, oh. they just weren't prepared. Because in this day and age, you have, you get notice. I mean, they were telling this thing at like 10 days out. And it wasn't up to like three days. Even after they, they kept, they, the weather people kept saying, well, we still get a possible foot of rain here. Possible foot. They kept, it didn't happen. And the wind wasn't, I mean, thunderstorms to give us more rain, more wind and more damage and stuff like that. I mean, there were some branches down and the tree did fall behind us out here somewhere. I heard it fall, but I didn't see it. But a lot of those places got so much that had a lot of destruction and a few deaths is because they weren't prepared because they weren't predicting it was going to hit them that hard until the end. Where well, it curved around. Water, yeah, from what I heard too, was coming coming through so fast too in some of those parts that there was some parts flooding. Yeah, but flooding. yeah, it's a flooding, and the, I guess what happened is the storm the storm stalled, mm -hmm. and it was going like three miles at a time. And it just just the rain just kept in those areas like 20, 30 inches of rain. It just it's it's pretty sad. But we came through it pretty good. No problems with our end. <clears throat> we we got lucky. Yeah, well, I, I know that a lot of listeners are also very, uh, I think, you know, they're they're very happy and relieved, I guess, is what I was trying to say, that um, to know that you guys are, are okay. Because I'm, I'm sure that they're kind of waiting to hear, like, hey, what's going on with the... Well, I didn't mark myself safe, so... Oh, I didn't see that. I, I, I didn't, did. I didn't. So. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure so, yet. So, so for everyone listening out there, Jack is safe. I didn't know how to do it, uh -huh. so I just said... There's people asking, oh, yeah, we're fine, we're fine. Well, I have, I have a nephew um, that uh, marked himself safe, so that was kind of reassuring to just know, oh, okay, you're okay. My, so mom's, I, my mom still wouldn't have believed it, though. <laughs> <laughs> she would have clicked, clicked angry face if you marked yourself safe. Yeah. <laughs> or tear face. Are you sure? Because she, she's been out here. She seals all these trees around us. I go, sure. they're, st they're still standing. I go, we're not getting the wind. is probably like 20 miles an hour. It's, it's not that bad. Literally, it was. It just wasn't that bad in our area. Yeah, but like you, said, you look at some of the like where our kids went to college, it's all underwater. I mean, it just it it's just sad. Yeah, I grew up in a a, a flood area actually, because uh, I'm not too far from the Mississippi River, but uh, it floods in. I've, my heard, I've heard of that. Uh, it floods. Well, I live basically a few miles south of where the Mississippi and the Ohio meet. And uh, what's a better river, the Ohio or the Mississippi? <laughs> it's Ohio for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Mississippi on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, when whenever you see like those floods up, you know, in, in North Dakota and Minnesota and all that, and then everywhere else from the north gets a tons of rain. That's like uh, that's the dread time for us because like it all just funnels right there. And right. Uh, I, you know, it's one of those can it's one of those nice things growing up. Right, is like we it's such a small populated area that we know what land not to buy and what mm. to buy. And so like, most people live on higher ground. So when it does flood, it's like the only thing it's flooded is farmland. So it's like, Oh, well there's tons of water for next year's crop. So it's a, it's right. a kind of a win win thing sometimes, but there are some houses that are built in that, the flood zone. And then the government mm. usually ends up having to buy them out and be like, Hey, like no one can live here anymore because it costs too much money to, right. To do it. Uh, but it, it's 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 weird. Like I, to me, it was just a part of life. I mean, I remember like every year, like sometime around April, 
that whole like you just see it for miles, just tons of flooded area. Oh, wow. and, mm -hmm. We we have an area here in, in Franklin where it floods quite a bit. So and uh, when my daughter was about one, um, she, it, we had a 100 year flood basically that came through, and the water came came fairly fairly high. Um, it uh, our basement never flooded, fortunately. So. But had it kept rising, eventually it would have backed up and came came up through through our basement. But but yeah, that uh, shut down our our highway here, so we were isolated. And at that point in time, I uh, I really wanted to buy a boat. You know? <laughs> so that was like the first time that I was like, hey, you know what? Like long term goals, I need to get a boat. Like even just a couple kayaks for us to be able to, you know. That's that's actually uh, my happy memories of those when you see these huge just acres upon acres of flooded areas is that every freaking redneck in the world out there <laughs> that's what they do is like well sure i can't get anywhere with my truck so i'll get the john boat out and get me a six-pack of beer we'll just go ride around in the flood area you know like that's just, the, the what wait the what boat john boat john boat you know the little green metal boats okay yeah i didn't i didn't know it had a name yeah, they're called John boats. Okay. Yeah, so you have like a little thirty horsepower, you know, motor on the back, and so is that from the Waltons? <laughs> yeah, Green Acres. You know, yeah. Walton. Oh, that was John Boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I just I just remember seeing like all that growing up. Just just well, yeah, stuff to me seems normal, but to anyone else in the country, you're like, look at these idiots. <laughs> you know, well, they, they, people did that when we had our our flood here in Franklin, um, and the cops. Well, first of all we had some neighbors that were like, Hey, let's get the tubes out and get in the water. And we were like, right. you know, that's a sewer, sewer overflow there. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you know, you realize you're swimming with feces. Yeah. You know, well, that's well, okay. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't shower either because all of our water's now contaminated too. So it's like, <laughs> you smell that gasoline. The gas station is, is underwater too. So well, that's what they were saying. They were doing a report out of Fayetteville. And they were saying, "Yeah, you got People need to stay out of the water because it's contaminated." Oh, absolutely! There yeah. were snakes everywhere in the water. Oh. There, there's fire ants. Like they had this video of these huge, I mean, huge mountains of fire ants just floating along. That they, huh. they know, they know how to survive mm -hmm. on this thing. I was like, going, "Who's walking in this water?" They had some guy. They said, "Yeah, I'm just sitting on my porch and shooting." He had a pellet gun. He was shooting snakes with this pellet gun because they're everywhere. Yeah, I go. God, I never thought about that. Yeah, because we're, like, we're in a wooded area. I go. I don't like snakes as it is. Mm -hmm. So all the critters yeah. come out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and there's a lot of animal deaths. I mean, that that to me too is just it's just horrifyingly yeah. sad. Just like all of the livestock that that's been killed. Just that, that's what oh. really like it, it shocks so me sad. how many people abandoned like I've I forget who or when it was I was watching but yeah like uh, there was some reporter that had like a good six or seven dogs around him and they all were tagged and had collars and it's like why do you just abandon your dogs like I don't I don't understand that I mean there, it, there was something on Facebook where there were six dogs in this North Carolina home where it's kind of like a shed that had like a chain link fence for like a gate yeah. and they were they were locked behind the gate and the water was filling up in the thing. Oh, it was no. like two feet high. So they went and got him and rescued the dogs. I'm like going, mm. well, who locks their dogs in a place right. where they, they can't get it? I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, at least let them free because then they're going to at least get, find give, give them a shot. But, it, but it's just yeah. like, I, I just don't get it. I just, I yeah, mean, I, I get it. You're really. panicking. But again, you have time. Yeah. Yeah. And then why, why ditch your dog? Yeah. You know, I mean, is there some kind of like, oh, animals know best. Let's just let them free. Yeah. These, these, dogs, these dogs are so happy. They're like, you know. my cat knows what's best. Go on, Fluffers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you on the other side. Um, so did they have warnings about not shooting guns into the hurricane too? <laughs> like, I, like, like Independence Day. Do not shoot your firearms at the alien spacecraft. <laughs> I did not hear those warnings. Uh, are pe Do people do that? I heard, I heard, I've heard about this warning. I don't, I don't know. Is, is this real Floridians? Tell me. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, okay. That doesn't count. Yeah, Florida. Florida, it doesn't count. And, oh. you're, and I, you're, 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 you're separating North Carolina. I, I, I don't want. I don't want to insult people from Florida. Everyone I know. Everyone I know. I'm so glad that you voted for me. And the everyone from Florida is is that I know is. But come on, a lot of strange things happen in Florida. You shake your head and go. Sure. Yeah. No. Florida that, man is a thing. That, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Florida. Florida is a weird state. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. Too much sun. I mean, really, guys. Too much sun. Too much fun. It it just drives. It's too many strange laws. <laughs> and that's all. I'm, I'm not going to go too political here, but they got a lot of strange laws. A lot of orange juice, guys. Like, yeah. what is are you what doing with all of it? Like, too much vitamin C. I think it makes you go crazy. Is that what it is? I'm not there, passing judgment. There goes our Sunkiss sponsorship. We've got way too much corn. <laughs> is is the Sunkiss still around? Yeah. Hey, what do you mean? Like it's for orange juice, or like they, I mean, you have sunken soda. Yeah, I know. But remember, they used to have the stamp on the uh, Anita oh, Bryant. Anita Bryant used to be the uh, spokeswoman for. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, sunken sun orange. Yeah, they put the orange. They put the straw on the orange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that, in, in yeah, Sunkist is still it might be trop. That thing has Tropicana. That's Tropicana. Tropicana. I don't know. Maybe they got. I think I'm pretty sure Sunkist oranges are still around. That just depends on what part of the country you're in. I, I drink simply juice. And if, the, if, you, if you work for Sunkist, that was just a question. Simply Juice is pretty good. Uh, I like Florida's Natural a lot as well. Um, actually, I can't, being diabetic, I'm supposed to stay away from juices. All juices in, in general? Because there's so much just, well, one, you know, juice isn't really that good for you. Um, it's what? better. No, it's not. Sorry um, about this, but I'm I'm kind of on I'm kind of a, like a juiceaholic. There goes our no, juice. No, I am too. I I drank. What, what about what about carrot juice? I love carrot juice. Ooh, that sounds well, good. What's what's good for nice your cold mug? Yes, you do get vitamin the vitamins from it. But what's best about juice? Well, well fruits is the the pulp and other things like that. Like, oh, you, but see, I always get medium pulp. Yeah, well, like like if you eat an orange, it's not I get I get medium orange. rare. Like the, the, the fiber, the white stuff of an orange, yeah. that's good for your GI tract. And so by not only drinking the juice, you're not I getting never, it. never served. I don't have a GI tract. But yeah, really. I will say that <laughs> I, was I, same thing. I, I prefer, <laughs> I prefer full pulp. Uh, but I, I get medium pulp because I can get it with the calcium vitamins added. Right. So. So uh, juice is bad. So carrot juice is not good for me? No, no. I, I'm not saying juice is not good for me. It's just not cal as good. Cauliflower juice. Cauliflower juice? How do, you, how do you get juice out of a cauliflower? <laughs> so it's like a soy milk. It's not soy milk. It's soy juice. It's, it's just, nut. It's nut juice. And now we have a title for exactly. the episode. There you go. It's nut it juice. is nut juice. Brought to you by the Dairy Council. That's going to get people to click on just because 
What the heck did they talk <laughs> about? <laughs> no, it's not. Come on. You guys have heard of nut juice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have in a lot of pornos. <laughs> Peanut juice. Mm -hmm. Almond juice. Hey, you got any of that nut juice? Took me a while to fill up that glass. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, you know what? I just put that together. <laughs> you can see what. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Uh, what? Do you want to keep talking about the benefits of juice? No, not really. I was just, you know, kind of I juice. Would, We're going to get, get into baseball steroids now? No, uh, I, I, I wanted to talk to Jack about the good place. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I wanted to see where he's at on that because... Uh, I'm on episode 11, season one. Oh, nice. Okay. You're you're almost through the first season then. Yeah, right? I have uh, two more episodes. I, I need 11 and 12. I think there's 12 episodes a season. Okay, yep. I, I It's funny. It is, right? It's quirky. It's funny. Uh, I'm glad I started watching it. Well, good. I'm glad you did. It was on your recommendation. I said, all right, I'm going to watch it. Well, it, it has Ted Danson. and um, Oh, that. Yeah, and uh, I always forget. Kirsten Dunst. I mean, not Kirsten. Uh, Kristen no. Bell. Kristen Bell. Yeah. Anna Kendrick. <laughs> who, said, who said she would do? She would uh, be okay with doing an exity part? Ex, exity. What's that drug? Ecstasy. Ecstasy. Ecstasy party. Like how you keep messing up ecstasy. Ecstasy. Ecstasy? <laughs> sure, ecstasy. yeah. Is that what the kids are doing these days? I get I've never done it, so I don't know. Exto. Does anybody have any of that? Exto. Exto D. It's not good for you. It's got vitamin D in it. It's got vitamin D, lots of pulp. <laughs> That's good. Good for the GI tract. No, Can I, I any of that nut juice for the GI tract. Yeah. <laughs> You take the exodus and you down it with it. And you take a shot of nut juice. Man, you are messed up. If you, so, yeah. you can just you, can, you just call it Molly if you can't remember the so, Molly. Yeah. Call it Molly. You know what's messed up though about the good place is that it actually makes you think about ethics and like moral, like being a better person. Hmm. But like you said, but not was, in a bad way. I don't want to spoil people, but there are there have been mistakes. So Hitler could have found himself in the good place. Just saying. Um, oh, okay. He could have. <laughs> he could have but found. What I what I like about the show is it, it, they have several characters, and they didn't just throw them all at the wall all at once. Mm -hmm. They they took time to develop. They they had your main characters, and then they brought in the the secondary characters in that. So because I think a lot of shows make a mistake by trying to give you all the characters at once. All at once, yes, that's true. And you can't keep you can't keep up with it, or you lose interest. Oh, that one that character sucks. I don't want to listen to them. Yep. They're drinking too much nut juice. But I <laughs> I uh, I like the fact that they, it's a slow that they bring some of these characters along slowly. When they, it keeps twisting and turning. It's like a Rubik's cube. Like each week, it's like you think it's going to go one way, and you're like, oh, and now we're back to this, and this is going this way, and it keeps. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't rest on its laurels. I no. don't say that much is true for season two. It continually keeps you in engaged, which I really enjoy about it. And I like how it's very light, um, and yet also uh, a bit heady. And the yeah. fact that it deals with some kind of some ethical, oh yeah, uh, and moral judgments going on. You know, you kind of learn about some of that stuff in, in the through the show. And um, well, if those are the if those are the criteria to get up there, I guess I'm going to the bad place. <laughs> I, I agree with the there should be a middle place, right? Right, um, but I don't think I deserve to go to the bad place. Has, has there been a middle place? No, but it's been brought up by the oh, okay, all right. 
Well, I, I, I can't wait to talk to you next week when you've either finished this season and I'll the finish next it. one. Um, and we can, we can talk about it even further. <clears throat> And maybe we can go a little bit more spoilery uh, for fans of The Good Place. Or if you haven't checked it out, by all means, you should you should give it a try. You if, you have Net- if you have Netflix, first two seasons are on Netflix. And nice. and the new season is going to be coming out very soon, which I'm looking NBC. forward to. I've got my DVR set. How many so episodes per season? 13, I think. Is it 13? Oh, not too bad. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, then I and guess I have three more episodes to go. And they're, they're about 22 minutes each because they're yeah. an NBC show. It's, so it's funny it how, because it, it, to me, going back to Lost, it seems like you know every show before Lost, season four, five, and six, it was always 24 episodes per season. And then Lost demanded after the writer's strike, he's like, oh, we just want to do 12 to 13 episodes per season for the next three seasons. And then it seems like now every show, it's, it's just like, no. We're just doing shorter. Uh, well, I think they have more because it used to be. And then you had Breaking Bad too, that I think really also paved. Well, paved t- an, an, I mean, I know that was beyond and after Lost, but you know, just that idea that. Well, obviously, um, cable has changed the way we watch TV. Because when I when I was a kid, it was you'd have three networks. These were the shows that were on. Yeah, they they ran. T- and then the reruns would start after that. So if right. you missed an episode, you had to wait for. The rerun to come back on. In fact, you just watched the reruns because what else were you going to watch? What's a rerun? There was, there was nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there was, there was nothing else. But now it's just like these, I think, because now what they do is they'll have like a a, a spring show, a fall show, and then a spring spring show to fill that slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So keep which it is, fresh, which is smart. Yeah, which is fine because I need something other than reality TV sh- shows every night. Please. I'm just I'm just not a reality TV show guy. No. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's only a few that I like. I mean, I still watch Survivor, even though it's been on for over 30 seasons. And, 37 uh, coming up. Yeah, and uh, I watch. Uh, I've been on one, one season now. I watch, you know, Still Deadliest Catch. It's been on for over 10 years. Uh, and I like Alone, which is another Nat Geo show. I think, which is you know, they drop off like 10 survivalists in the middle of the woods with nothing and say like last man standing wins, you know, a hundred thousand or a million bucks or whatever it is. And that's a true version of survivor. You know, it's, I, sh- I should clarify too, as far as like game shows too, like, like the America's got talent kind of, oh. kind of shows like, and I know that, that some people watch those, my brother being one and, and other family members, but uh, it's just not something that I like when I go to network TV and I see, oh, it's just game shows and reality TV. I kind of zone out or Nickus is on. I so. I still watch Family Feud. It's still a guilty pleasure. Family Feud is funny, but mm-hmm. I like to watch to see the, the best of like blooper reels. And, like, yeah. The funniest. Crap That's what makes it so. good. Yeah. It's just all the random perverted stuff people say. But now that you mentioned reality TV show, I do. There are a few guilty pleasures that I, I guess I do, like the British Baking Show. Mm-hmm. So, British Baking Show. Yeah, the uh, Great American, the Great <clears throat> British Golf Bake Off thing. Whatever, it's on PBS. I watch it. I cut the chicken out of my hand. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> and apply the pressure. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's just. Still, a, is, is Julia Child still alive? I don't no. think so. No. No, she died in that accident. <laughs> no, you can't tell me she survived that. <laughs> Come on. Anyway. Was Rachel Ray still on? 
I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. Rachel. I don't Widow. think she is, but I think you know she's definitely invested in other shows. But I don't think she actually has her show anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch any. We don't have TV anymore, so it's like hey. people, people saying the Emmy ratings were down. I I don't. I don't have TV. I mean, someone someone posted on the on the Facebook group. I didn't even know about it until the day of, and I missed probably the first hour and a half of it before I even switched to it. And I was like, it was I, the first time I had never seen an advertisement for right. the Emmys ever. It snuck up because, and I don't know why they bumped it from Sunday to Monday. Like, I, right. I will tell you that that Sunday night football, that game was crap. I watched enough of it to see Eli Manning have his ooh face. Which <laughs> a hilarious meme if you haven't seen it. Oh, he has the best faces. Oh man. So, but wait, does, wait, does it top the one where he realizes his brother's going to get a second Super Bowl? <laughs> No, it probably doesn't, right, but right. it's just as good because he had been sacked. But the the um, they should have had it on Sunday. And um, regardless, my wife and I, we just happened to catch it, and we actually ended up watching like a good hour and a half of it. I was kind of surprised. But they, they put more of the comedy stuff up front, which was, you know, kept us kind of interested. So, but I don't know. I, it seems like they – oh, and the biggest thing was is somebody got engaged. That was yeah. like crazy. Like I watched that, and we were both like, "Wow!" Now, what happens if he wouldn't have won? <laughs> I would imagine he would have probably still proposed. Maybe so would, he, would he been the after? You know how they, you have to get that fake, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy they won and not me. <laughs> Does he go? Okay, I lost. Will you will you marry me? And what did she say there? Like, uh, wait, I'm gonna go marry that guy. He's ta- he's taking home the Emmy. I was really hoping that their that their whole proposal would go on to win some kind of web award, you know, or like a newsy or a a webby or something. I don't know. What if she had said? What if she had said no? Because he won for for directing the Oscars. So oh, that it was. Yeah, he oh. won for directing the Oscars. So you know, it could just be this. Oh, the fix was continual, in. Continual like. Anyway. Don't the don't the Oscars always win that category? <laughs> It's like there wasn't much in that category that I I mean the halftime game with Justin Timberlake was in there. And we were like, what? The, halftime like the halftime show versus so, the entire Oscars? Like okay. there's there's so many dumb Emmy Awards. It, like there's some girl I saw it like on an internet post that she was trying to get an Emmy for best web series under like seven minutes or something you know oh, I, was like, I, I saw that girl yeah and it's I, like, I saw that and it's like it's like i don't even care it's like i just want to you know it's amazing like you can win an emmy for anything just so you can have it on your like hey, i won an emmy but and it was like, but, but i thought it was smart because it got people going to her page it did yeah i thought it was pretty clever well we all can't be kelsey grammar with like nine or something like that you see who uh the nfl who it's uh who's doing the halftime show this year no um, Rune Five. Oh God, who's, who's that? that? They already did. No, no, that was, that was Coldplay. There's yeah. another, another band that'll make everybody fall asleep. Um, I don't understand that. Well, I, I found out that Dean Sorry. Spanos, owner of the Chargers, was in charge of picking the halftime show. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? I, 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 mean, I no, did not okay. put it past him. <laughs> I mean, of all the people, like you couldn't get. I don't know. I just feel like they could have gone. You know, maybe what the maybe the thing is is everybody's hanging up. They're like, no, we don't want to do that. We, we want something that's popular with the youngins. You know, we got to get well, these kids. It, unfortunately, NFL is very political right now, so maybe they just don't want to do it. 
Do what? Is, is I mean, just political, political big, big, or has it been politicized? Political, yeah, I guess that's how you phrase it. But I, I, I'm thinking maybe that's why you can't get the top. All right, sure. we're, we're down well, to Maroon, we're down to Maroon Five here. Well, what was interesting, you know, is that after the whole Timberlake Janet Jackson thing, because they were trying to get more current artists, and then when that happened, it was almost like a seven or eight year period of fr- they froze every new artist out and they yeah. just got people like the who and paul mccartney but, but and like, I, I, classic. I, I yeah. loved that i thought it was yeah. great no it was great it was great because they had the material and the amount of stuff to fill that time spread with just nothing but hits and but then you get you know i think after madonna it's basically when it when it kind of they did madonna and then i think after that they started bringing in younger and different like prince artists. Well, no, Prince, Prince was in the Prince was in the the classic period. Yeah, of what Nick's true. talking about. Okay, because because I think Prince actually followed, and they tried to make a whole thing about him like sexualizing the guitar or something like that. Yes, but there really yeah. wasn't anything about it. I think there was just you know the media how they like to spin things. Oh, of course, <laughs> jerks. <laughs> Thanks, Fox News. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say, like speaking of football, did you guys see? The one of the most ballsiest plays I've ever seen in football. It was oh. Arkansas versus oh, Northern Texas. The punt return. Mm-hmm. That was one of the greatest tricks I've ever seen. And he's lucky he did not get laid out. You know, uh, but it was great. Did you know what we're talking about, Matt? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Not the Arkansas. I thought you were going to talk about the Green Bay play. No, because so. like, I, mean, I, I watched college, you know. So. Okay. So basically, Arkansas versus Northern Texas, which no one really would watch this game, but it's just so you know, like a lot of times when you're watching something on TV, when they punt the ball, you follow the ball, and so all you see is the player catch the ball standing straight up, and that's all he does. So you think, oh, he he called for a fair catch, but he didn't, mm-hmm. and so the two guys that came down just stopped because he's standing straight up the way and the posture that you would use if you did the fair catch. And so as soon as those guys turn to walk towards the sideline, he just takes off for a touchdown. Oh, nice. Because the whole team, the whole team veered to, to their, yeah, towards the bench. Yeah. And he never called the fair catch. And it's just like, I mean, it was brilliant, but it's one of those moments where as if the one, it's just one of those guys would have been savvy to him, not waving. He would have been laid out. Well, that's where if I if I'm the coach and those eleven special team players, mm-hmm. the next practice, I'm gonna work you till you throw up, because you don't st- you don't stop, and people are, that's just harsh. You don't stop until you hear what the whistle. The whistle. Yeah, the whistle. right. Yeah, I mean that's that's from the time mm-hmm. anytime you're in a sport where there's a whistle involved, you're taught that from whenever you start. That's true. Yeah, you play till you hear a whistle. Now I guess the NFL's changed. You, you have, to, you have to stop ever kind of before the whistle. Hockey, ever since that hockey call, the what? right? The hockey ever call. Since that hockey call, right? <laughs> I don't get me started on that one. I know. Anyway, that's when that's when I care. That's when I care. I haven't watched an NFL game yet. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to watch the the Jaguars trounce upon uh, Chris's New England Patriots. Yeah, eaten, I got- eaten by Blake Bortles. Yeah. You, you know who likes Blake Bortles? Somebody from the good place, anyway. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I got I got disinvited from the Charger Rams game, so I was like, "What?" Oh, oh. They, I mean, because okay, basically, podcast. So my coworker, <laughs> I've, I've, you know, uh, so I work with this girl, but her boyfriend also works for the same company I do. 
but he works on a different floor. He's the one that invited me. He's like, hey, like oh, we see. have two extra tickets. She's in taking this girl, and I was going to ask you. But then she came to me. She's like, oh, he asked you, but the other ticket is actually meant for like this other girl's sister. And sorry, you know. Like, and I was like, fine. What? You know, yeah. that's 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 I would I would quit. <clears throat> but she didn't tell him, though, until I think yesterday. And she's like, yeah, he, he yelled at me for a long time about how rude that was. And, <laughs> and I was like, well, that, that was rude. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I know them pretty well. So I was like, yeah, you should you should feel bad. <laughs> but, Next time I want two tickets. And then again, it's like, hey, it's the Rams and the Chargers. You're doing me a favor by not inviting. <laughs> me. So I, the Rams are good. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. I know a lot of people, a lot of Charger, former Charger fans are saying, this will be the last Charger game I attend, and I'm going there just to root against them. <laughs> I thought yeah. I thought the Rams, like, shut out, like, the Cardinals or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they shut out the Cardinals, and they gave up six points the week before. Crazy. I mean, Crazy. They're, just, they're just loaded defensively, and the Chargers' O-line is bad, so, or injured. So, we'll see. Oh, it, again, it's, it's, hard, it's hard for me to root against them. I, 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 still have, I still have that, where, uh, but I can't stand the owner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to root against him. Like having a phantom limb out there. Well, it's it's just funny how – Crushed by a Marine. They're, they're, <laughs> they're attended – I mean, it's just – they're not gaining any traction. Yeah. It, it, most expansion – most teams, when you come to a new city, there's that, there's that, that honeymoon period. Right. Where, oh, we love you no matter what until you start losing. Well, you know, it's because L.A. got – I mean, it was the worst circumstances. LA got two teams basically at the same time, and the and the Raiders moved to Vegas. So you it's such a automatic three way division right there where you're just not going to well, have. Plus, the, the first choice was the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Second choice was the Rams. Nobody was choosing choosing the Chargers. Right. Nobody. 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 And I it came out. I heard read something today that if. Forbes said if Spanos would have built his own stadium in San Diego, yeah, that the diff his sure his team is worth more now in LA, but he's only made the difference of selling the team if he built the stadium in San Diego, opposed to being a renter in Los Angeles, is two hundred fifty million dollars. That's mm-hmm. the that's the difference of his value of his team, which is probably nothing to him. What's well? Well, he's not a rich guy, but still, two hundred fifty million dollars and all the heat. He's he can never show his face in San Diego again, ever. No. Well, I'm I'm curious though where they would have put it though, because you know you'd like to say put it, you know, because you can't tear down Petco and make it into a dual stadium. No, well they they wouldn't do that, but they tried to put it downtown, and there's just they just could have put it next to the 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 old one. Yeah, you know what I say. Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> where are you gonna put it? Yeah, where are you gonna put it? Uh, I'll give you. It, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some nut juice. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my charger rant for the week. That's um, all I got. Well, um, I'll briefly get into some some lost concert talk and then get to trivia. Oh yeah, I forgot about the lost concert. Okay, so yeah. Uh, so last weekend was a friend went out there listening and doesn't know there was a. I, I saw. You, I, I hate to interrupt you, but I saw that you ha- you took pictures with my tickets. I did. <laughs> I, it, I t- I'm not sure if Ralph. I'm not sure if Ralph uh, is listening, but you know Cliff and I, which it was so fortuitous. Um, I knew that we weren't sitting together, uh, and I went and got in my seat first, and then 
I feel a tap on my shoulder and Cliff's sitting right behind me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh my God, you're you know right behind me. Okay, you stalker. Uh, That's Cliff. But uh, he, I was like, I looked at him. I was like, hey, I was like, I know Ralph is here, and uh, I was like, I, he should be to the left of us. And so I stood up, and I was like, oh, there he is. And you know, Cliff's like, how can you see him? I was like, you can't miss that bald head. There he is. <laughs> you know, and, so we replace one bald head with another. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so we uh, during the intermission we uh, we walked over to that section and ran into Joe and uh, Joe Pena and uh, yeah, I talked to Ralph for a good while. Got our photo and it was it was a great show. We were really, I was really you guys did miss out on a, a nice show. I was I was jealous, but it, it, like so we gave up our tickets about two weeks. We said I texted him said hey do you need tickets to the we can't use them but two weeks ago he goes sure and I go here they're yours. So we, we just emailed them to him and he he took them. Him and uh, Stevie, his wife. Yeah, what 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 I took away from it was not. I mean, even though I loved the music and I really got emotional at, at some points with with some of the music because they're showing clips and they're you know go along with it, just like any other concert in LA. If they play the the, the visual with it, uh, but they had so many of the actors there that in between the songs to set up the pieces of music, they would often read bits of the script. Oh wow! Right. Or set up the scene. And not only did they read the lines, they read the uh, the inner dialogue or the, the the scene step. So, you know, like the one I remember is the one Josh Holloway read, and it was a scene between Jack and Locke uh, after the, the hatch has been discovered, and Locke is, I mean, and Jack is getting on to Locke about, uh, you know, because uh, Locke's always like, you know, the island demanded this, and you know, it's it's all about faith, and you know, get it, John. Yeah, and like, but it's it's how many cuss words are in the script that don't make it to TV. And so, because oh. Josh Holloway is reading it verbatim. Oh, know, so wow. he's like, okay. so he's like, you know, at this point, at this point, Jack realizes that, you know, John Locke is bat blank crazy, you know? And they're like, Oh, like, and he's reading it all. I'm just like, yeah. and it was neat to get these little insights of, of what the characters are reading to portray mm-hmm. the lines. And I'm like, this is, it was that to me, it was really interesting. Yeah. No, that sounds cool. Like to just to be able to. I'm go. I'm going to the next one. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. Uh, you, you got basically just the highlights because there's there's six seasons, and you know the, the the main pieces that you remember is what he played. Yeah. Which which uh, actors were? Uh, so you had. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to butcher. Uh, I'm either going to call my other character or their real name. But you had the only two males you had there was um it was Jen and Josh Holloway Sawyer. DDK. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you had uh, Rebecca Mater, who was uh, Charlotte. Okay. You had uh, Claire, uh, uh, Emily Draven. Mm-hmm. Um, you had uh, not, not is it Nadia? Adrian. Oh, yeah. Nadia. Sa- Saeed's uh, Nadia. Adrian uh, Gabrielle. Yeah, Adrian. Yeah, right. You had her, Adrian. and I never say it right, but yeah, I want to say there's one. So you know more. what? She's a little. Uh, she's a big Civil War buff. Oh, really? Yes, and she so we, was on, she was on one of our charity podcasts one time, and a couple of times. But she's huge Civil War buff, big fan of Lincoln too. Yeah, <laughs> thought about having her on, having a trivia contest between you and her. That would be yeah, that's right. Okay, so yeah, so it was three women, and yeah, the two actors, then uh, Damian Carlton, and then Michael Giacchino. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, it's good. Michael Giacchino showed up. Yeah, I'm glad he was there. But it was just interesting, you know, hearing their insights, you know, and they, I, I, I didn't know there was actually a Q&A before the show. They didn't announce that. But I, we walked in in time to hear a, a number of the questions. Oh. 
but uh, you know, one of them, one someone asked you, you know, what about a reboot? Would you guys be involved in all that? And they said, well, ABC owns it. And you know, Damien being Damien being funny, immediately it was just like, look, you know, if ABC owns it, it's their product. If they want to reboot it, I'll be all for it. He goes, I'd be a hypocrite if I said. No, you can't reboot it because I mean, how many scripts have I rewritten? (laughs) So uh, he goes, but if it does happen, we'll support it, but we will not be involved in it in any way. Um, Well, they were taking, I saw a lot of people on Facebook and Instagram that had pictures with the whole everybody. I mean, they were. Yeah, oh, that's, I kind of, it's one of the moments where I kind of really hated that Jay was not there because I know if Jay would have been there, I could have been like, hey, let's go down and get some photos and autographs, you know? And, goaded him into doing it whereas in cliff is gonna like he just it's not him so i would have gone with you yeah but uh so yeah they did all of them except uh andrea uh, surprisingly but all of them were out there for a good 20 to 30 minutes after the show's over signing autographs taking photos oh nice so it was a nice moment i and i wondered why some of the other actors weren't there because i know like uh maggie grace lives in la and a few others so it's like well why didn't they show up could be working yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Probably working. I think but, yeah. Jorge, I think Jorge was in Hawaii, so yeah, well, of course, yeah, because they just had their two uh, hundredth episode for um, Hawaii Five O. So it's a good time, is what you're saying. Yeah, I was glad I went. I really was glad I went uh, and do you know because even that's what that's what made it entertaining to me was you had people coming out and asking Michael Giancano questions, you know, and uh, cast members or, or Damien and Carlton. And cause like how many weird sounds are associated with loss of just, you know, like all the strings and making just, yeah, you know, and like, he sure. would be like, Oh, this is how, you know, this is how I write this. This is how this happens. And, and he would give demonstrations of like how he made the sounds. And I was like, well, that's really cool. Just as a musician, you, you really appreciate it. Maybe you could write our intro to uh, the Ramblecast. Maybe, because we, we never get it right, ever. <laughs> I, it would be very helpful if we could just have one note. One you note. Know, we're not asking for month. Yeah. What's that? Maybe a couple notes together? You do like three. Three, three well, notes. A little something for the effort. Just no. strung together. I know Jay and Colin got rained out because they couldn't get, get out because of the... Uh, I told Sinego, well, that's one thing about giving up our tickets early. Cause I wouldn't have done knowing that storm was coming no matter what, because you got family right. here and my yeah. house is here. And it's just like, I, there's no way I could have enjoyed this show thinking, wondering about my house. But Well, it was funny to me was because Cliff, I was thinking it, but I didn't say it. And then Cliff said it immediately. Because uh, Colleen wanted to go to this sushi restaurant that's in Hollywood that Cliff and I went to for his birthday. And it was super, super expensive. And uh, Colleen wanted to go because it, it's a very nice place and it's very good. Uh, and then as soon as Cliff found out that they weren't coming, we get to the show and Cliff looks at me and goes, well, we saved a lot of money. <laughs> like, yes, yes, we did. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Cliff always thinking bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anything else you want to talk about the Lost concert and rub it in our face that you were there? Nah. That's good. You sure? I mean, it's a good show. Right. I'm going next time. I don't care. I'm going. I mean, they did. They did. Oh, a French lady uh, did ask. Uh, it, was, it was another but a but of a joke. It's like, oh, look, the French lady's here because <laughs> she had, <laughs> had the thick accent, you know. And was like, are you ever going to come to Europe to do a tour? And he said, no, you know, I'm always composing, so you know, I do a show when I can. You know, but it was 
Yeah. The French lady. The French lady. The Potter. All right. We ready for some trivia? Some trivia. Why don't yeah. you explain the rules? Sure. That's what I say. Like, okay. Um, for everyone out there listening, when I was in college and post-college, I loved playing trivia at bars. And one of my favorite categories was always movie association. So I, I proposed this to these guys, and they agreed. And we both said, I do. We said, I do, yes. Uh, <laughs> I said, and, I guess. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> but only with some nut juice. Uh, <laughs> and so the premise is, is we're each going to – we have three movies each we've all picked, and we're going to name three actors from each of these movies. Or like, so like I'm going to name three actors, and then they guess the movie. That's it. Uh, so, so, okay, so, so to get, so to give Jack, like I gave Jack an example before we started. So, if anyone, if I said Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and Joe Pesci, you would say Lethal Weapon Two or Lethal Weapon Three or Lethal Weapon Four. Uh, but that I, I said Maverick. Or he said Maverick. Yeah. So that's 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 how the game works, and hopefully you can throw some people off by naming two characters. You're like, oh, it's this, but. It's actually not. This that. is always a perfect game too because people that are listening go, "It's a, it's a, you morons!" Ah, ah. Yeah, well, I, I hope I've picked some some movies that are that you guys will know. Well, who's going first? Well, we can do the dice. I don't um, have any dice. Well, I don't have any dice. Chris isn't here. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go according to the screen. We'll go Matt, Nick, Jack. Okay. And okay, so does that mean that I get first guess and then Jack gets second guess, or does it? No, uh, Matt is first guesser. Oh, Matt's first guesser. I thought yes. Matt's first question. So he's asking the first question then. Would that be you, Jack? Whatever you want. It's your game. Whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> all, right, fine. I'll, all right, fine. I'll ask the first question and then Matt gets first guess. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Kevin Bacon, Donald Sutherland, Joe Pesci. Wow. Kevin Bacon. What's with you and Joe Pesci? Yeah. Donald, Donald Sutherland? Mm-hmm. What movie did all three of these characters or actors mm-hmm. perform in? Donald Sutherland, the older Sutherland. Yes, the older, the okay. saner, the saner one. There you go. You know the negative waves. Wait, and oh. who else? Donald Glover. No. no. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, <laughs> Donald Sutherland, Joe Pesci. Oh, and Joe Pesci. You got to think for Joe Pesci, don't you? Well, that's just what Jack. Yeah, I'm just trying to buy time. Jack's looking it up on the computer. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I, guess. I, I will say none of these are the main characters. Okay. Well, I kind of guessed that much, but I can't think of Kevin Bacon movies. No. Oh. Um, for some reason, I keep just thinking about um, Tremors. So, <laughs> um, and I don't think it's Tremors for some reason, but I'm gonna guess Tremors. It is not Tremors. <sighs> I Animal House is a good guess because two of the three are in there. That's true. Ke- Kevin Bacon and Donald Sutherland are in Animal House, but I don't think Joe Pesci is. Mm. Um, what about um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? What? Kevin Bacon's in it. I know that. So. He's in the beginning scene with the right. racing for the cab. I don't. I, right. There's a. I, I can't think of a movie where. Joe Pesci would be in that movie. All right. With those two actors. So you're both incorrect then. Okay. It is JFK. 
Oh God! Oh, JFK. Oh. That's that's the best. That's the best. Um, six Degrees of Kevin Bacon movie. Yeah. Oh my God! How did I not think of that one? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Joe Pesci is the the freaky guy. Oh man! I didn't. Even, I didn't even think about that. I f- I feel shame now. <laughs> to me, you'll kick yourself. I feel no shame at all. I think it's just hunger, lack of sleep. <laughs> but so I asked. So I guess it would be Jack. I asked Jack's question, and I and Matt gets first answer. Wait, wait! I got first question last time. You got first answer. I got asked oh. a question. I mean, I'm going by my screen. Oh, okay. I'm second. So that means Jack okay. would answer. Uh, Jack would ask the question, and Two. Matt gets the first answer. Or. No, oh. no, you get it's to you. Okay, sorry. All right, I'm giving you three heavyweight actors. Okay, Jack Lemon, Henry Fonda, and James Cagney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, three heavyweights. Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda. James Cagney. And Jack Lemon. And it's not JFK because Jack Lemon is in JFK. You know why? Because everyone's a JFK. <laughs> RFK, dude. <laughs> it's the sequel. Yeah, RFK. Yeah. RFK. It's the James Cagney that's throwing me off. I know, right? Mister? Mm. There's a hint. Mister? <laughs> I think it's pretty spot on. James Cagney. James Cagney. Hmm. It's what, it's, I'll say this: It's one of my favorite movies of all time. What? Maltese Falcon? No, it's not even. They're not even in that movie. Uh, no one is in that movie. I uh, know. I'm just throwing out a name. Uh, actually, I don't know. I don't. I can't guess. Palm tree. Because there's a palm tree. You guys have probably never seen the movie. I might not have. That's what I mean. Is that the name of the movie? No. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're skipping? You're not even going to yeah. guess? Yeah, it's good. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, I mean, because I would at least guess... Um, no, there's no way James Cagney's in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Uh, I'm trying to think of Jack Lemmon movies, and all I can think of is... Oh, see, they, they did the, the Vacationers, didn't they? Didn't, was there one that uh, Jack Lemmon was the Vacationers that they... Am I thinking of a different movie? Hmm. I think... There's no way he'd be in there, but I'm going to say the vacationers. It is wrong. It's Mr. Roberts. Mr. Roberts. I, I have not seen that movie, so yeah. Good, good old-fashioned comedy. Okay. All right. <laughs> now I I get to. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows the Mista thing. No. Mista. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just keep keep saying that. Now I'm I'm going to at least go with an easy one, so one of you can get on the board. It won't be me. Um. This is to me, right? This is to Jack. Um, JFK. I, I'm still pissed I didn't get JFK. <laughs> I've seen that movie a hundred times. I know. <laughs> uh, again, that's the that's the go-to six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Boy, it, this is really this is really hard because I have several here. Uh, but I'm going to go with this one first because Dick Van Patten. Dick Van Patten. <laughs> Eight <laughs> is <God>. enough. <laughs> I'm starting off with some heavy hitters here. The, the Love Boat. John Candy and Bill Pullman, our favorite. Gee, that's that's an easy one. 
I think it's easy because I oh, know the answer. Yeah. Dick Van Pat, the guy from Eight is enough. Yeah, uh -huh. and, his, and his son's a director. Sure, and he's he's. Oh, a, I know it. Yeah, Dick yeah, Van Patten, John Candy. Uh, we've and, talked about it actually recently on a podcast, so yeah. I'll just say that much. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman's the the pole. John can't. John. He's Candy. the pole. I, lo I loved. I loved him in Aliens. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's John Candy. I get. I get you there. I, I don't know. Nick's gonna get it. Spaceballs. Ah, uh, I know. I knew the yeah. Dick Van Patten would throw you. But if yeah. I started with Bill Pullman, John Candy, uh, he's he's in. Yeah, he's in there. Maybe you would have. Maybe you would have gotten it easier. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> it's the kind of combination of any he has on his luggage. <laughs> A lot of people don't know what Dick, Dick Van Patten is. I guess. <laughs> True. Ah. True. Yep, Spaceballs. Yeah, Spaceballs. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Okay, um, this one, this one, <laughs> I, I kind of think Vista. Jack, I kind of think Jack will get this one. Um, yeah, okay. It's the only movie where all three of these guys starred in. Gene Hackman, Michael Caine, Sean Connery. <sighs> Michael Caine, Sean Connery, and... Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. The Rock. No. That's your guess. Yeah, but can't. Gene Hackman, Michael Caine, and Sean Connery. Sean Sean, Sean Connery's from, from 1977. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> from what? Is it, what? Seventy? 1977. Sean Connery. One of the airport movies. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Well, I was going to say The French Connection because that was, that, like that, was think of, that was early 70s. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was early 70s. 73 or 74. Yeah, yeah so I'm not going to get it with that. But uh, who else was in it? It's Gene Hackman, Michael yeah. Caine, Sean Connery. So and it's not dirty rotten scoundrels. That's eighty eight. So that rules that out. Unforgiven. Unforgiven. <laughs> Untouchables. I keep thinking of that weird sci-fi movie that Sean Connery was in sometime in the seventies, and I don't. Oh, know. Oh, the space one. Yeah, but I don't know the name of it. I'm going to say Excalibur. Excalibur. Isn't that it? No. Nope. All right. I'm going to say Xanadu. It's 1980. It's 1980. <laughs> that doesn't star any of those men. <laughs> I know. I can't. Well, it's the porn ripoff. Uh, it is a bridge too far. Ah, oh, come taken on. This, you've taken this game too far. I've seen it. <laughs> you know what's sad is I've seen all these movies. I've, I've at least, we've at least mentioned my movie on this show, but okay. Okay. Bridge too far. <laughs> I never would have got that, but yes, it's, I've seen it. Okay. The next one is an interesting that I have, but we'll wait. Well, that one. Is it my turn to? Uh, well, it turn? is. Yeah, Jack's turn. Yes. Okay. I asked Matt. Right. That's me again. Or I guess we'd switch it up. No. So no, it's you asking Matt a question. No, I asked and. Oh, so it's oh, my I see. Do you guys want to switch up that way? Oh, I see. Uh, whatever you guys want. Yeah, it doesn't make me any difference. So. Okay. We can't. So, 
I've already asked two questions. You guys have only asked one each. So. All right. So let me ask this question to Nick. That's what happened last time. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. Dakota Fanning, mm-hmm. and Tim Robbins. That would be uh, World, a War of the Worlds. You are correct. Crap. I would have gotten that one too. Man. Stupid I, rules. I should have picked you first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, all right. So, uh, who gets this one first, Jack or or, or Nick? Give, give it to Jack. Give it to Jack. Okay, all right. Um, we need this to hopefully tie. Right. Well, you know, we have mentioned this 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 uh, movie on the show here. Home so Alone. It's going to be uh, Sydney Greenstreet, Sydney. Pete, Peter Lorre, Peter Lorre, <laughs> and Humphrey Bogart. I'll give you more of the current one, but uh, they could actually, I could be actually talking about two movies here, three movies actually, because they've appeared in several movies together. Oh, you can't, I can't do that. It can only be one. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. Jimmy Stewart. I'm trying to, I, okay. Alfred Hitchcock. He uh, acted? Well, he was a, played a bit part as a, he, he's always in a, he's, he's in every one of his movies. Yeah, yeah. So now you just have to narrow it down to the lead woman. Because let's say Jimmy Stewart and Alfred Hitchcock hung out together and did a lot of movies together in the 60s. We'll, we'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, which one will you know better? Mm. Kim Novak. Kim Novak. Yeah. There's, there's three, There's I had a couple here. But that's the one where he's he's in a wheelchair, right? Looking out oh. the window. I can't say. I'm, you know, I'm just gonna. But uh, it, you know, I don't want you to spin out of control. I, I can't remember the name. He's like a stalker. In today's standards, he'd be a stalker. He's a, he's a stalker. Oh, you're thinking of Rear Window. Rear Window. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's my answer. No. No, it's not. That's Grace Kelly. I got my blondes mixed up. Sorry. Yeah. Nick, you got an idea which Hitchcock movie I'm talking about? Go with Vertigo. That would be it, Mr. Nick. Vertigo. I should have I should have gone with Grace Kelly first, and he would have just gone with Rear Window. Yeah. Well, Humphrey Bogart, Sidney Greenstreet, Peter Lorre. They could have been Casablanca. Casablanca. Could have been across the Pacific or the Maltese Falcon. That's actually what I was leaning towards. Okay. See, I was trying to set you up there. Do I get a point? Well, Nick said no way because these rules, but he's, his what, rules what? also work. Yeah. Anyway, you're winning. Go ahead. No, no, no. All right, Nick, your turn to ask a question. I, I'll ask you guys more questions than the ones I have just so you guys can potentially tie if Ooh, you want. Look, okay. we, could, we couldn't get JFK. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had another one planned, but I don't think you guys would get it, so I'll ask an easier one. Oh, so now we're stupid. I, I didn't so. say it. Yeah, you said it, not me. Uh, <laughs> Tim Robbins. Mm, Top Gun. One more, man. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I get it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're going to do what? Hmm. What? Meg Ryan. Val okay. Kilmer. Kevin Dillon. Huh. And get rid of Tim Robbins now. <laughs> Kevin Dillon. 
Meg Ryan, Val Kilmer, Entourage. Kevin Dillon. Who's going? Whose turn? It doesn't matter. I'll let Matt go first. Oh, okay. Um, there's a Val Kilmer movie that I'm thinking about, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, uh, and he's like a negotiator, but he's not the negotiator. It's like a kind of. Well, you you need to think how many movies have Meg Ryan and Val Kilmer been in together? The Doors. Oh yeah, they were in the Doors together. I'm gonna give well, it to Jack because you... Jack guessed. Yeah, Jack. Jack got it. <laughs> it is it is the Doors. You're right. I was I was thinking um, something let, he did in I the late nineties. I let you go as long as I could. Yeah, that, no, that's fine. I told you it's either hunger hunger or lack of sleep right here. That you're dealing with me. All right, so I have my last question, and we'll let you want to go first, or who, who wants? I'll, to go first? I'll, I'll let Matt go because I'm okay. already three to one, so it's fine. All right, Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Hmm. Oh, uh, Magnolia, right? I think Philip Seymour Hoffman and Tom Hanks were in that together. Mm. Oh, I know it. That's not, the, that's, that's not the one I was thinking of, but I don't think they're all in that one. I actually almost asked this in myself, Jack. All right, go ahead, Nick. I don't know. that I'm horrible about this game. Go ahead, Nick. It's uh, it's something Mr. Wilson. Uh, Mr. Charlie, Wilson? Charles, Charlie Wilson. Something Charlie Wilson. Uh, Charlie Wilson peace. Crap. Charlie you know Wilson. I know it. I just can't think of the title. Charlie Wilson's War. Violent War. War. Charlie Wilson's War. There That's you go. I, actually, War. I got that one because I knew the title. Yeah. I was going to put Amy Adams, but I said, no, I'll put Philip Seymour. Yeah. Because Philip Seymour Hoffman has played a ton of small roles. Yes. And that's what makes it a good question. And All right. Matt's, Matt's last turn. I've, I've, I've got a good one here. So, so, Matt, so Matt got shut out. Shut up. <laughs> I've got some hard ones. I I set you guys up with some easy ones here. I could have gone with, you know, I had a whole list of uh, uh, Alan Alda, Bill Cosby, and Walter Matthau. Who knew they were in a movie together? Um, or Ted Danson, Zoe Deschanel, and Elizabeth Moss. They were in a movie together. But I'm going to go with something more from the 70s. Um, Al Pacino, <laughs> John K- Cazal. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Right? Well, if you can't pronounce it, I, I don't. Well, you know, he played Fredo. So. Oh, I already know uh, what it is. Uh, uh, I, I know already. Dog Day Afternoon. Yep. <laughs> you don't even want to know the <laughs> Dog Day Afternoon. He's like, I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. I think it was uh, Fredo's last movie. Died of a heart attack or something after that. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. But can you guess the other person I was going to list? Probably not. Does it matter? No, Carol Kane. All right. Anyway, oh. Oh, okay. okay. I'll I'll go ahead and give you the the harder one then. Alan Alda, Bill Cosby, Walter Matthau, 1978 movie. Who knew? Who knew those those legends of TV comedy would come together? Four seasons. That's a good guess, you know, because Alan Alda wasn't in a lot of movies, but. Alan Alda, Walter Matthau, and Bill Cosby. It has to be some kind of generic thing where they're, they're Richard Pryor was also in this movie. Oddly enough. 
Richard Pryor. Um, Bingo, Bongo, the baseball I love, movie. I like, I like how you're coming up with some names of some movies. It was called California Sweet. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, see, you actually saw that movie. I did see it, yes. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that was my bonus one. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's do... This is okay. This is the one I had written down. This is this is the first person that gets it, right? Yeah. Okay. Sam Neill. Okay. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Matt Damon. Jeff Goldblum and Matt Damon. Hmm. This was like a trick question. It's not a trick question, but it's a. Who it's, a, it's a fairly current movie. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Hmm. Jeff Goldblum. Matt Damon. Well, it couldn't be uh, the Jurassic World two, right? No, because he's not in. Sam Neill's not in Jurassic. What's World. that? What's that movie where he? Oh, he was shrunk. Thor Ragnarok. Hey, he got it! <laughs> ah, finally got something. Woo! Didn't get shut out, Jack. Yeah, he still lost. <laughs> sure, but you know, but really, one. but really, I kind of won. Sticking to. <laughs> Sticking to that kind of same people. Okay. Jeff Goldblum. Julianne Moore. Robin Williams. Hmm. Julianne Moore and Robin Williams. What was the other person again? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff. Julianne Moore. Robin Williams. The Jeff Goldblum, Robin Williams. Man, hmm. What decade? Nineties. Late nineties. Uh, Pat Patch Adams. Nope. Adams. Hmm. No clue. Nine months. Nine months? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I saw that. Oh, you yeah. see that, Jack? It's a good one. With, uh, with uh, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Yeah. yeah, Hugh Grant's like the oh, lead. Okay. In that. I have seen that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Julianne Moore's the pregnant girl. Mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum's her. Uh, Okay, it's it's Hugh Grant's best friend is Jeff Goldblum. Okay, and Robin Williams is the doctor. Uh, all right. Okay, got it. Hmm. Okay, uh, John Goodman, Roseanne, John Turturro, Steve Buscemi, Big Lebowski. There you go. Yeah, I was trying to play around that for a long time because I was like, oh, should I do Monsters I, Inc. or should I do you know? I had much of them. Steve Martin. Okay. Martin Short. <laughs> and who? JJ? Three Amigos. <laughs> I thought that that would be a really great example. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like so obvious. Look up here. Look up here. Look up here. <laughs> it's infamous. That means he's inside of famous. He's so famous. He's infamous. Famous. My little buttercup is the sweetest. Spider. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's interesting. I told you guys, like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm not sure if I made the podcast or not, but you know, I, I bought that Randy Newman 30, 30 years of. It's been out of print for twenty years, but uh, it's interesting to hear Randy Newman sing the demos of all those songs because he wrote, oh, he wrote, yeah. the, he wrote hmm. the Three Amigos theme, he wrote the My Little Buttercup, and he wrote uh, uh, Blue. Uh, uh, 
the Joe the Volcano song that you were singing? No, but you know, Arizona Moon Keep Shining, that one. Uh, you know, so it's interesting to hear him sing those songs. You're like, oh, rough cuts, rough cuts, yeah, yeah. rough cuts. Um, Is that it? Are we done here? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Pour out some more of that nut juice and uh, let Con it congrats, Nick, on winning the trivia. Yay, me! <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, let's do this trivia game that I really like. It is fun. <laughs> was it not fun? It was. It was a challenge. I'm I sure that there's people out there like JP that's out there who got every single film and is probably shaking his head at all of us. Well, I can get him too probably. after I listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, if you listen, yeah. And I'm sure if Scott listened on a tit for tat basis, he would know all these films as well. Scott, who no, he doesn't listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, that's our show for today. Maybe Chris will be back next week. Chris is in. I don't want to say what Chris is doing. He's he's selling his uh his nut juice. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta make a living. His nut juice wears no. just like I was yesterday or last I mean, week. He is he is fat Chris Pratt. So I mean he can get away with it. <laughs> anyway, that's our show for today. If you'd like to help the show, you go to amazon.com slash jayandjack or jayandjack.com slash amazon. I'm not really sure what it is. Just go to jayandjack.com. Button on there says shop Amazon. Every little bit helps. I'm just trying to get my daughter who just had a baby. She shops Amazon almost every day. She goes, I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah. I go, thanks for the help. Thanks for the support. I, I, will, I will say that what Chris uh, suggested to me, I did it immediately after listening to this podcast. I went to the website uh, on my phone, and then there's a little button where I can make it kind of its own little uh, bookmark favorite, basically. So I can yeah. use that as a – it actually becomes its own little app icon. So I can just click on that so that when I'm shopping um, or – I can shop through the Amazon app, and then when I go to go to check out, I can always. Yeah, I don't like to. I don't like to beg, but come on, almost every one of our listeners shops Amazon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you want to keep paying for this awesome talent. <laughs> awesome. I mean, uh, Matt. But there's and, other. There's other ways you can uh, get Matt. Paid, Matt, Nick, Matt, Nick, and uh, Chris are contracts up at the end of the year. So. I am worried about that contract. I hate to go into negotiations. You know, from a low place. So. You <laughs> It was better to have the high ground, right, Anakin? The rate is good. <laughs> but like uh, Matt just said, you could give us a five-star review. You can yeah. tell a friend, hey, listen to this podcast. It's long, but you can listen to it. Should I have given you that one, Matt? Peter Mayhew, Harrison Ford, B. Arthur. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good one. <laughs> so. The Christmas special. The Christmas special. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. So it would have been better if you would have gone with some of the other like no names that are on there too. Mm. So Chewbacca, if you'd like, if, if you'd like to help us out, you can become a patron. That's Peter Mayhew. No. Oh. Uh, poor Peter. I just, I, I'm sorry. No use Chewbacca. Um, I forgot where's that. Oh, you were going to, you were going to thank our patrons. Become yeah, a patron. We're making this happen. We'll take up one to $5,000. We're still trying to get that $5,000 mark. We are still working on it. Uh, you can go to patron.com slash jayandjack or just go to jayandjack.com. Little button says become a patron. And and we love all our patrons, but that's why I'm going to thank five patrons. Tack from Tokyo, Maggie Magnificence, Joe, Joanne with a plan, Ed the Letter Carrier, and Eckhart Richter Glaffelder. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Thanks for all our patrons. And thanks for everyone for listening. And do we have a winner for the pink taco drawing? I think I think we do, right? Yeah. We do. 
Nick, who's the winner of this wonderful drawing? Oh my God, it's beautiful! It's beautiful. Uh, Look at that. I, I that is one. That is one. That is one lovely pink taco. Is it, uh, is it velvet? Uh, no, it's just sharpie <laughs> on paper. Yeah. Can't get uh, more fancy than that. So, Kayla, congratulations on winning your pink taco. Forward <laughs> your address to or um, Matt, I guess, or or email the. <laughs> The, you know, whatever our email is. <laughs> Call in. Call in. Uh, you, uh, marriedmanpodcast at gmail.com. I have not checked that in a while, so maybe get, I hope there's not yeah. a bunch of emails there. Marriedmanpodcast at gmail.com. Gmail. Kaylee, you could actually just message me directly with your, your address. I swear I won't send anything else but this pink taco. And if any other <laughs> listeners would like any other crazy drawings that I do during the show... Feel free to give us a review. <laughs> I swear. It's not going to come with any kind of almond juice. <laughs> Nothing goes good with the pink taco. I like some nut juice. <laughs> I, I, I think I need to start working on that, that next drawing. So, anyway. <laughs> Great show, guys. This was, this was one in a million, I think. It really was, yeah. Hasta luego. And goodbye. See ya.